Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that has been dark for a while, but has become light for a very short period of time to talk about a totally bonkers thing from the past. I'm Alex. When you record a spooky podcast from a spooky basement, it's even spookier. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And you are listening to Riverdale After Dark. As mentioned, this is a very special episode of Riverdale After Dark. I think we promised that we were going to do this episode, I want to say approximately three years ago, something like oh, that, yeah. when we, during the first season. But to be fair, it's very difficult to get through this movie, so it's we've taken us that long <laughs> to really watch. Yes, uh, we're going to be talking about Archie to Riverdale and back again, the 1990s TV movie. But before we do, I do want to mention something. I So we played the Riverdale After Dark theme at the beginning here. Uh, I wanted to make sure it was working since we're doing this on video in two places. We had it on, uh, we're, uh, we're simulcasting on Crowdcast and on YouTube, uh, two different places. Um, but... Uh, when I I was trying to test out whether the theme would work, and so I played it for Pete, and Pete was like, "What is this? Wait, what is this? <laughs> this is a creepy song." I was yeah. like, "Oh, Pete, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate yeah, it." He's not just a, a host; he's also a fan. He definitely doesn't. A lot of great shows and bands don't know their own uh, hit songs. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, fucking creepy, man. We played that. I know we played something creepy, but I, that was really a whole nother level, man. I'm surprised we have people who like our show. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you. I, I remember three years ago when I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And you sent back an email that said, great. So <laughs> now I know you definitely listened to that. Uh, let's yeah. talk about Archie to Riverdale and back again. As mentioned, there's a TV movie premiered May 6, 1990 on the NBC Sunday night at the movies. Uh, it was supposed to be a backdoor pilot. That was the original yeah. idea. They were going to do this as like, this is an ongoing TV show with an adult version of Archie and Betty and Veronica and the rest of the gang. And it tagged. It totally tagged to the ratings. Oh, yeah. you don't and say. It, it was- it was 50, oh, totally. 51st for the night. And that was back yes. when there were like not as much to watch on TV. Yeah, the crazy thing is there were 10 things on for the night and it was still yeah. 51st. Uh, but uh, eventually it was released on VHS in 1997. It was called Archie Returned to Riverdale. In Australia, they called it Archie's Weekend Reunion, which yeah, I think is the coolest title, probably. Accurate. And it's the most accurate to what it is. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, I've never actually seen this one, but the Archie Comics released a one-shot comic book version adaptation of it, which was well-reviewed. Uh, the really? movie itself starred Christopher Rich as Archie, Lauren Holly as Betty, Karen Copens as Veronica, and Sam Whipple as Jughead. Uh, and we are going to talk to him about yeah. it. I do want to do a couple of items of business first. First of all, for those of you who follow us on a regular comic book podcast, you probably know like every other industry, comic books are suffering a lot right now. So we talked to our uh, friends over at Archie Comics, and they said the best way of helping them out while comics are dark for a while, like everything else, is go to store.archiecomics.com. Uh, go buy something there. I, I was checking it really quickly. If you use code AC50, you get 50% off the entire order there. And the uh-huh. Riverdale comics, we've reviewed them a bunch. They're great. They're yes, very yeah. good. Uh, so so yeah, Afterlife with Archie, one of our faves. The Sabrina comic, also very good, very uh, spooky. It's like our theme song, but um, in book form. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's better. Uh, they that. adapted it. They've reached out for the adaptation rights, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that out and support them. The other thing that I do want to mention, uh, since we are going live into different places, if you're on Crowdcast, there's a little ask a question button. Please drop your questions there. We're going to do Q&A towards the end of the episode. If you're watching on YouTube, I am monitoring the comments over there. We'll definitely read through some of that stuff uh, by the end of the show. What a multi-hyphenate you are. Yeah, what a guy. Look at him yes. go monitoring stuff. He's probably <laughs> checking Twitter. Yeah, I'm honestly not even paying attention to this podcast right now. But yeah. it does its so own Let's get into this. Let's talk about Archie to Riverdale and back again. First, I want to get your general impressions, and I will do a confession here. I actually watched it back in the day. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I watched it when it was on NBC. I think I probably saw it on VHS at some point. That's even weirder. You purchased yeah. a tape? I don't think I purchased or it. Rented I probably it? rented it at the library wow. or something. Wow, library wow. rental. That's <laughs> big, the coolest time. Delvin. Yeah. Oh, what should I do on Friday night? Hang out with some cool teen friends? Or video <laughs> from the library? I guess borrow. You're really just borrowing it. Uh, the latter. Wow. I mean, or watch it there because it's safer. Uh, the... I do remember, though, the thing that was so funny about it when uh, Riverdale eventually came out is I remember that instantly because my reaction seeing that was like, this is this is fucking stupid. Archie shouldn't be sexy. This is like a sexy and adult. Come on. This would never work. Mm-hmm. And I remember distinctly thinking that watching this movie and then Riverdale came out and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think the trick the trick they did with Riverdale as opposed to um, this movie is they cast actors that look like teens as opposed to actors like in this movie who look like they're fully in their 40s. Yes. <laughs> yeah, particularly yeah. in the flashback sections where it's like, oh, oh, you're, not fooling, you're not fooling anybody. But right if now. I had to, like, uh, your confession aside, and um, I'm sure you had a lot of great library nights in, um, but watching this movie, especially like if the main Riverdale show is like a great steak, this is like, oh, I love steak. I'm going to try dog food this week. <laughs> I'm going to try a big old plate full of dog food. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I was like, um, watch it. I was just kind of thinking to myself over and over again, why? Why are we doing this to ourselves? I mean, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. I loved watching this movie, and I would recommend anyone watch it. It is old, and it is, it's a, a time capsule moment from a time, a time in television that just doesn't exist anymore, where they were like, okay, hurry up. We have to make this movie. For good reason. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares what happens? But I, that's fun. It, and I mean, it, it tracks, some things track in the show Riverdale that we watch and love. Pete, you have a shocked expression on your face right now. All right, yeah. Uh, first of all, some the only thing that I watched it and they said a jingle jangle, and I was like, oh my god, is the reason that there is a ridiculously named drug on the show because of this fucking piece of shit? Because no, that, that, it's not because of that. It's because there was an Archie song called Jingle Jangle, so that's why it shows up in this movie, and that's also why it showed up on Riverdale. 
Yeah. Um, not, not to be all factual about it or whatever. Sure, 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 yeah, sure. That's a, li- that's a library talking, my man. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I do agree, though. I think, like, it is fun and ridiculous to watch this movie. Uh, you can't legally watch it anywhere. They don't, it's very surprisingly, it hasn't stayed on DVD or VHS. They haven't put it on Disney Plus or anything like that, which is weird. Yeah, but you can check it out on YouTube if you want to watch the full movie. I actually uh, think, Alex, it's on Disney Minus. Yeah, it's just Archie to Riverdale back again in Song of the South. And that's yeah, it. I can't <laughs> recommend this enough. Don't watch this movie. Uh, <laughs> wow. You're not going to be happy you're dead. I, no, and I like there are, there are connections to the Riverdale, the show, multiple no. attempted murders in this movie, mm-hmm. um, child murders. Um, yes. Uh, to this whole thing. Um, there's um, a lot of like <laughs> sexual farce um, and a bunch of crazy nonsense in that world. Um, and honestly, some of this stuff feels like uh, like David Lynch. Uh, it feels a little Twin Peaksy in what? the same way that... Really? All right. I, now I feel like maybe you're going a little too far. Yeah. But. Uh, but here's the thing. It's not a... It's what David Lynch is sort of like not, not making fun of, but almost sadder the way that he made Twins like melodrama with all this like super dark underpinnings this show's just doing the melodrama a lot of the scenes between archie and betty have this very sort of lynchy and the, the scene in the library actually where um they're like they're having a flashback and then she sort of slides into him and he's leaning mm-hmm. against the the stack of books like that's i was like oh this could be out of out of an episode of twin peaks so i think yeah, there's yeah, there's, no. some, there's some stuff here yeah. Do we want to jump into it? Do we want to start talking through Archie to Riverdale and back again? Justin, oh, do you yeah. want to recap yeah. this one? or? or yeah. so I, I mean, I, we can sort of all do it together. I mean, obviously Pete's not going to be super helpful because he's mad um, in <laughs> yeah. general. Uh, but um, yeah, we, I mean, there was one please. line that really made me laugh that kind of stuck with me. There was one line that I was like, wait, oh, what was it? Really- what was the one line you liked, Pete? Wait, do you want to wait and contribute it in the moment, or do you want to say it? Say yeah, it actually, I think that's better. Why don't you stay silent the entire podcast until you <laughs> want to contribute that line? Yeah. As he sits back and sips his White Claw. <laughs> uh, this show is the White Claw of, of television, this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll dive in. And please, I took so many notes. Feel free to. Me too. Like, I, I got to be honest. Most of my notes are like Betty talks to Archie. Veronica comes in because most of the stuff is like <laughs> nothing is happening in these scenes. It's just people walking in and out and talking to each other. And that's it. Yes. But Which I um, guess a lot of, that's literally what acting is. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we start off with a, a fun cover of Sugar Sugar. Which oh, uh, it's God. really cool to do that. That's what we do. We're the yep. same as this movie. Yeah. Um, Please don't, Justin, that. to Riverdale after dark and back again. Oh my yeah. God! <laughs> uh, we have a uh, we meet um, Principal Weatherby right at the gate, who is a central figure to a lot of these characters. So much so that Veronica calls her high school principal from Paris. <laughs> to ask her if Archie, another student, would be attending um, the high school reunion, the 15-year high school reunion. So I don't yeah. want to knock this off track right at the top, but something that struck me about this is this is much more purposely, much more faithful to the characters than Riverdale is. Do you yes. think that's ultimately a good thing or a bad thing? Um, here's the thing. Bad in this movie. Yeah, I actually think it's a bad thing because this movie points out just how nonsensical it is that the whole thing of Archie is this guy has to choose between two women that he loves, I guess, and he can't. And it's all about him, like, fucking up. Like, yeah. it's it's so goofy. It is it is pretty embarrassing, and this is jumping ahead, but things where it's like, should I cheat on my fiancé with this lady or this lady? There's nothing fun about that. And you mentioned earlier, or actually I think somebody was mentioning in the chat, uh, yeah, over on YouTube, somebody mentioned that Archie definitely Jamie Lattistered the shit out of that kid. Like, there's several times where Archie almost murders children in this. Yo, it's yeah, yeah. To be funny. he pushes that kid out of the window. That kid could have died easy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a high-ass window. Yeah, second story. Um, the old ladder trick. Yeah, I agree. Um, it is. It is. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And, I mean, Pam, Archie's fiance, is sure. no fun. Like, right. that's not a good relationship, especially where she is. Yeah, but he, that's the relationship he's in. 
It's like true. Oh, that's a great way to, to look talk at it. More about that's a great that, way to Pete. look at it, Pete. Pete I think for your a man who likes romantic, watching, you want to talk more about this? <laughs> for a man who likes, yeah, for a man who likes romantic comedies, it's weird for you to be like, he's in that relationship. That's where he should stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He you must have loved Sleepless in Seattle, the cut where they just she <laughs> Meg did. Ryan just stayed with I Bill did. Pullman. Yeah, oh, she's like, well, he's in a coma, so okay. <laughs> That's while um, you were sleeping, Alex. I'll thank you to please do some research before you get in here. Sorry uh, about that. I'll, I'll get it on VHS at the library. Yeah. <laughs> every time. And that's another movie they would have at the library. Yes. Every absolutely. time. Every time in this movie, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe this isn't just a dumpster fire of a shit show. It then took it to a whole nother level of insanity. And I had to, I had to keep stopping this movie because of horrible, horrible moments. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. Yes. Well, I know. What a, what a time. It, it's a great way to fill your day. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to be honest. I think that's the worst thing that I've heard recently. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's not bad enough out there. You're going to make us watch this fucking thing. <laughs> you watched it once and then was like, mm, you know what? I think we're going to all watch this for a fucking podcast. That I, I watched it today and I had a blast doing it. Oh my God. Yeah. I watch your own horrible person to remind myself that life is finite. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. And it's a good lesson you can take from this. Yeah. Uh, diners are finite. Anyway, uh, I think we've gotten through one scene so far. Go yeah, ahead. One scene so far, but the scene that made the most sense where Veronica again calls from Paris to ask her fi- high school principal, if Archie's going to be there, how the fuck would he know that? Um, and whether he doesn't seem to know what France is, um, she has to tell him multiple times where, where she's calling from. Right. Um, so then we jump over. We have, uh, Lauren Holly is Betty. Um, the one of two people who sort of retained fame from, uh, after doing this. Wait, who's the other one? Who's the other Um, one? The dude, uh, Betty's, um, boyfriend who later went on to be, um, uh, Lloyd Braun in Seinfeld. All right. Wow. Nice. And that guy's been in a million things. <laughs> uh, Aaron mentions Alex has probably seen it more times than anyone on earth. That's true. I've seen it three times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the librarian was like, I'm sorry, um, kid Al, can't borrow this video. <laughs> yeah, go read a book. Go read a book. Um, we see um, strong, very judgmental. Um, and Archie with Pam, his fiance, he's for the big city to become a partner. It seems like, um, in a yeah. law firm where he, he, it seems like he's totally sold out from his small town roads. Yeah. And I do think they don't, I mean, if we're going to get into any sort of criticism of this movie, which we really should probably not, but like they don't do a good job at all of setting up Pam as the worst at the beginning, it's basically she's fine, I think, up until the end when she pops up and she's like, Archie, these people are terrible. This town is terrible. And you come down or to New York or I'm breaking up with you. And it just ramps up insanely to set up this pilot because to set up the series because that's really all they were doing. Yeah. But, well, but Pam's yeah, fine. She's- Pam is fine, but I mean, she does a couple things. First off, she's a big suspender fan, which is a Dude, red flag. Suspend. Yeah, red flag. Yeah. She's like, also, it felt like this movie coding, was... Color coding boxes is also a red flag. She's trying to you know, this, is, this is starting to come together because I also used to wear suspenders a lot in high school and thought they were very cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, this movie left an Wait, indelible are you, mark. Are you being fucking serious right now? Yeah, big 100% serious. I was like, suspenders. You went to That'd high be... school in suspenders, rocking suspenders, thinking you were just like... Just on fancy a, occasions. Over informal wear, or were you sort of like uh, some sort of Robin Williams character? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Mork. Mork. Yeah. yeah, everybody used to call me Mork, Mork Zeldin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think wow. they were... They were saying Dork, just to be clear. Yeah, just to, yeah uh, those clear. do sound similar. You're right. Okay. <laughs> dork. Uh, 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 great. We're, this is, I, I feel like every episode we learn something new about each of us, and this <laughs> feels like we're really focusing on Alex's history. Yeah. <laughs> Can we move uh, on and talk fine. about actually my favorite adaptation thing from here is yeah. uh, Moose and Midge are chiropractors and giving Aww. Archie an adjustment. 
which I thought Moose, was actually fun. Like that was Moose a good was decision. my favorite part. And the line that he had for his parking fine was unbelievable. That was the funniest thing I've I heard in the whole movie. I was trying to park here. That was like a popsicle stick joke, dude. That, that was straight fantastic. out of <laughs> It was a fantastic joke in there. The whole it's movie stopped. The, the whole movie had to stop for Moose to say a very dumb joke. <laughs> Wait, what was the joke, Pete? It's fine to park here. He's it's like fun. he was. He was in court for a parking t- a parking ticket, and he oh, and he said it's fine to park here. Yeah, okay. fine for parking. Yeah. Did fine you read the park. sign? It's fine for parking. Fine for parking. Uh, it was so funny that we had to have a solid explanation session. <laughs> like all great jokes. Um, so we jump I, into. Oh, I go love ahead. that part. I, I'm sorry. It was just my favorite part. And Moose, you know, Moose was solid throughout the whole movie. I agree. Making Moose a chiropractor felt like a fun idea. And it was like, because they also still were like, Moose is dumb, but he's a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> he, he went to med school to be a chiropractor. Yeah. yeah, with Midge, I think they probably went together, and then they came out of it. And it does pay off nicely after Archie breaks his neck and he fixes it. Yeah, yes, Archie almost he breaks dies. his neck in the most dangerous thing possible: a game of go kart, a tradi- very traditional Riverdale game mm. of go kart broom ball. Uh, yeah. Yep, which we'll get to that later. Um, we meet Jughead, who is actually. Uh, we right. We meet Jughead, who is actually a, sh- a shithead at the top of this movie. Yeah. He's like a bad <laughs> dad. He's terrible. He is. Well, they also have that very sticky introduction where he's on the couch and he's complaining about his problems. Oh, my and God. The, the patient is like, and then he's like, so do you want to talk about anything with the rest of your time? And the patient's like, no, I'm fine. And leaves, and yeah. I was like, all right, I get it. That it's no, It's no parking fine joke, but... That's good. Yeah. Being a therapist was like, so I guess something that they was supposed to be a funny thing, but it just felt so odd yeah. because he has the one who was like, I have all these psychological problems. Um, but he was, he sprinkled in some fun moments with his like, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, psychiatrist talk or whatever. I thought it was, uh, some CP, fun you stuff. secretly love this. You secretly love this. No, don't good. you fucking Holy. dare. You just love Jughead, so you're like, yeah, even this Jughead I love. No. Yeah. What would you say your no, your two top movies of all times are? Uh, number number one is The Cutting Edge, of course. And then number two Don't is think. Archie to Riverdale and back again, I'm thinking. Oh, my God, no. It's a good call. Um, you, have the, you have this recorded on the same VHS tape as Tommy Boy, right? <laughs> back to back in a loop all day long. Yeah. Super fun. Now, and let me just a small interruption from the um, steamrolling plot um, of this movie. But at any point, were you like, "Oh, I think Jughead should be with Betty"? Uh, no, I think Jughead should be like locked in a cage somewhere. But I guess my thing is like, were any any Riverdale things leading oh, over in right. your enjoyment of this? No, this was in the show Riverdale. A- I know it's been a while. Jughead and Betty are Not dating familiar. for some is this, is this on TV or was this another NBC Sunday night movie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justin, not only are they dating in real life, but also on the show. That's how real it is. That's how love overpowering this kind of dynamic you have in your head that you keep trying to push onto a show that is actually handling it really well. I actually think they broke up in real life. Don't ruin this for me. Yeah. Don't you. I'm looking at you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't really. To be honest, I I don't pay much attention to the celeb gossip stuff. I don't really like it. Uh, But I do feel like. Okay. It was like a moment where people thought it happened, but then it didn't. uh, It was like. Oh, Pete, I'll just throw out to you. Oh, Pete's Pete's team beat. Team beat. Yeah. If uh, if their love is so powerful on the show, Betty and Jughead, Pete, don't you think it would go backwards in time to 1990 and affect the TV movie Archie to Riverdale and back again? Yeah, you would like to hope so. <laughs> uh, no, I liked uh, I honestly like for this, it made a lot of sense to me to just focus on the classic love triangle less so than it does in Riverdale. Um, so I, I yeah, thought that was good. I liked this. This sold me on Betty and Archie. I was much more into the Barchie relationship in this TV movie 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so uh, Archie passes Reggie's like gym slash dealership. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, he goes to Pops. He goes hard at some kids, the like greasers who work in Pops, oh, or like yeah. artifacts from the 50s or something. But they're teens here. This uh, is yeah. something that I feel like. The, uh, this is going to be so again, like, I don't think this is worth the criticism, but I feel like this takes on too much where it's trying to be a TV movie. It's trying to be a backdoor pilot for like the adults of Riverdale are coming back to town and living there. And then it also somehow tries to be uh, Archie comics, the next generation where it's setting up all these kids at the same time. And it doesn't know what it wants to do at any particular moment. Oh yeah. You think a hundred part where the movie falls apart. Yes, that is that is it. No, <laughs> um, there are other parts where it falls apart, like how um, Archie spots the Concord um, jet in the sky as it's landing. Real life, amazing effect! Amazing yeah. effect! There was a Super shadow good. that went across him. You hear a plane sound. He points. There's a plane. That's how um, television is done. So the, the the part I want to talk about next, we can just talk about all at once. Mister Lodge and his chauffeur. In this, <laughs> who is Mr. Lodge in this? Just a creepy old man who likes watching people do things. Yeah. I have a bigger problem. Out. What is TV's problem with giving Hiram Lodge a mustache? Why could he not have a mustache on TV? Not Why on is Riverdale, that not here. You're the mustache only one is- here with a beard, Pete. So, but mustaches. What are what are mustaches? What's the like Magnum PI is the the yeah. pinnacle of mustache culture. Sure. Where no, else are mustaches right. like around? Like are people like yeah, good. Good. It's a good choice you have a mustache. Hiram Lodge, Commissioner uh-huh. Gordon, who also didn't get one on Gotham. Gordon, Commissioner yeah. Gordon, yes. Yes. I don't know. I just think uh, let the mustache go. It's all it's a thing from the past. It's just, it's a weird choice, though, to be like, okay, we're going to have your classic Archie, classic Betty, classic Veronica, Jughead's a fucking weirdo, I don't know what's going on with him. Everybody else is all the classic characters, look just no like way. they do, step right out of the comic. Hiram Lodge is some creepy weirdo, just a creepy old guy, and that's his whole thing going on. I mean, come well, on. Let me, let me throw this out. I don't think they were sitting around having long thinks, a lot of the decisions here. <laughs> um, because, may I say... Um, the, Mr. Lodge hates Archie still, obviously. The chauffeur forces Archie into the limo, and he's like, don't you be around Veronica, accept it. School-sanctioned events. And then over the course of the movie, Archie commits three strikes. Um, and so that pisses Mr. Lodge off, so he tells the chauffeur to ki- basically to kill, kill him. Archie. Kill yeah. him. Just straight and up kill him. He does that in... Uh, one, he somehow fucks up Archie's car so that it is stuck in drive and it's stuck full on the gas is on full, which I was like, that's not how cars technically. No. Um, I thought then, at first that he cut the brake, but that's not what happened. No, definitely. He went out of control. It. Yeah. And there's uh, and so many later, things going on in Riverdale. It just smashed through like the harvest festival, smashed yes. through the park. Busy no, weekend. Yeah, yeah. That car hated weekend. vegetables. Do you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I love how Jughead had time um, during that death uh, drive um, where to when a le- head of lettuce lands in his lap, he's like, uh, "I ordered croutons." Yeah, or some he makes some stupid remark. But that's like that's very Archie comics, and again, I think they were trying to channel that, but it doesn't work. I, I mean, granted, none of it works, but that doesn't work. Um, I do like we, how, in case of emergency. Just, you know, throw everything into a that fake gym. You know, like that's See. where you crash, that's where bombs go. That's just, you know. You did again, once again, Pete, the biggest secret biggest fan of this movie. <laughs> uh so um driving forward, um someone's in Archie's house, it's Jughead and Jughead son jughead's wearing some extremely baggy pants um very neurotic uh kid plugs the in the toaster throwing you off about jughead in this movie they were crazy they were like it was like reams of fabric you could have built cares? Uh, I think uh, it's for the jughead guy kid for jughead yeah well he had to keep he kept pulling sandwiches out of his pockets so he had to yeah. have a lot of room for that
Hey, are you spending a lot of time at home right now? Me too. That's why now is the perfect time to play Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual matching puzzle game, so you can boot it up whenever you're bored, between re-binging Riverdale for the 13th time or, you know, whenever. It's also playable off the internet, so if you're having Wi-Fi issues, like I am occasionally, no worries, Best Fiends is still there for you. Plus, things are always changing in the world of Best Fiends since they keep releasing updates. I'm up to level 154 now, and I'm still being challenged every day with new fun surprises. Plus, this is a free download. You can upgrade by paying for stuff, but there's no paywall. You can actually keep playing it for free forever if you want. And full disclosure, this episode was sponsored by Best Fiends. Hey, here's some info you'll probably want to know. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Yeah, he's got those, um, yeah, like pants, hammer pants, like the pants yeah, from yeah. the mask. Um, the kid plugs in the toaster and it fucking explodes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you skipped over the green stuff, like the weird green stuff that he puts in Archie's bed that then yeah. Archie puts in his cereal. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's just jello. Oh, it was it just jello? It's just okay, jello. It was a little hard to tell. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, it was, was launching the prank war between um, Jughead Jr. and Archie, which Classic. nearly gets both of them killed. Um, <laughs> he, the exploding toaster burns Archie's tie. He converts it into a bow tie for some, what a Nicely. crazy plot point. Um, Betty, who uh, says she, Betty and Veronica meet each other. Betty says out of the gate, I cut my own hair, which is a crazy thing to say at any point in a relationship, especially not to your rival, the first time you see them in 15 years. And Veronica, of course, can't remember where she got her very expensive dress. The Betty, it's, they bake Betty so sad in this, like, so just everything is going terribly for Betty, but she clearly, like, at least the actors, she has so much more chemistry with the dude playing Archie than Veronica does with him. Maybe maybe that's the Barchi stand of me talking, but I feel I feel like that's how it went. How no, 100%. Could you say that Veronica was a, a crazy cartoon in this. She just kept walking. They all were. like, no, but I, Betty felt like there was something there underneath that. And the dude who played Archie was like pretty goofy, but like he at least had a little bit of charisma underneath that. I think. So I. Okay. Pete, you agree? I, I just think this, you're, you know, there, there is a fucking circus on fire, and you're like, this clown shoes are a little bigger than I think is regulation. <laughs> and it's a fucking circus fire. What are we talking about? There was an awful rap in this thing. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't like an alien that showed up in the middle. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous in a fun way. And honestly, if a circus no. was on fire, like that's, that's fun. No, that's the, fun. The shoes would be fun. No. Yeah. Circus uh, shouldn't be on fire, guys. That's true. <laughs> hey, thanks Great for taking call. that stab, Pete. Well, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you made us watch a movie that is awful. And what then you're like, you and now us. we're going to talk start about taking, it. Start taking ownership of your life. Yeah. Pete. You have one but, third of this podcast, Pete. Yeah. Uh, you sure. haven't even heard the main theme before. <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh, oh my God. I, I couldn't. It was such a like train wreck of a show that I couldn't believe like the emotions I was going through. And then they were like, Pops is in front of a fucking, you know, uh, bulldozer. They cut to a little old man. In front of I was like, oh, not Pops. And then I was like, what am I doing? This movie is ridiculous. <laughs> Yes, I mean, should we talk about like just to mention the main plot of the thing is that Reggie is going to get rid of Pops 
uh, and they want to stop Reggie from doing that. Eventually, down the road, it's revealed that Hiram is manipulating things. He owns Which is the very ship. Riverdale. Very creepy. All very Riverdale. Creepy old man in any kind of van or car just looking yeah. out a window. Oh, and we also forgot to mention they're all back in town for a reunion, for a high school yeah, reunion. They're 50 year reunion. Well, that's another thing I think is funny. They made all of these characters in their like early 30s. Yes. Um, which is, I don't know. That's to me is odd. It just felt, they definitely felt, I feel like that's more of the time, right? Like now we get things where everybody skews younger yeah. there. It would be like, Oh, we'll get, you know, these actors and we'll cast them. They'll be in their forties or their fifties. They'll, they'll look like they're 45. Yeah. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Everybody will go with it. But then it's like, who's the show for? It's just like, oh, let's put it on after Murphy Brown and see if anybody just keeps watching. <laughs> Murphy Brown. <laughs> Which I think the guy that plays Archie went on to have a, a, a run as a character in Murphy Brown. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm not even going to check that, but it definitely tracks. It certainly tracks, and I could be making it up, but why would <laughs> I? Yeah. Um, Actually, I do think Kevin in the comics said he was a recurring character on Reba, which tracks even hotter. Oh, that's true. And to be fair, Reba really took the torch that Murphy Brown lit. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I know. You don't need no. to specify. I don't need to specify. And where's that torch now? Pete? I don't know what you're Pete? talking about. Where's oh, Kevin torch? says you're also right about Murphy Brown. Well, this is yeah. great. He had a great career. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge run. Hey, rest um, in peace, you know? <laughs> wow, no, he's he's still alive. Yeah, okay. actually, he is still alive. Oh, okay. um, so uh, to roll through this a little bit, like uh, yeah. Jughead Jr. A says, "A rap waka. happens that shouldn't have happened Just or wait. ever." Jughead Jr. says, "Waka waka" when he sees his good-looking woman. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why are you bringing that up? Wait, I want to mention. Hold on, can we stop here for a second? Uh, John George says, "If that's the 15-year reunion, how young did Jughead have his kids?" I want you to remember in Riverdale, those kids are having kids in high school too. That's how we got this whole generation. So it's been wow. well established. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I mean, I guess he would have had to have been um, like 23. How old is that kid? Like 10, 12? Yeah, something uh, like that. So he'd be like 22. It looked he had like he was 45. Yeah. The kid? the kid did? The kid too? Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. You're kid blind. I forgot about yeah. that. Let's not forget that. Yeah, he yes. gave a cigarette to my daughter last time he saw her. Uh, can we talk about the latter scene? Uh, so uh, Veronica sneaks in to his room, Archie's room at night. She's all sexy. She tries to seduce Archie. The kid's in classic... 80s 90s movie fashion they're like oh we're gonna get up a ladder we're gonna sneak this and we're gonna see some sex and archie as we mentioned pushes the ladder off of the window almost yes. killing jughead jr terrifying yes. very scary um very scary it was an attempted murder I, you know you guys you gotta teach these kids you can't go around saying these things that's very sexist and you know it's not right so pushing the kid out window i guess is how you did it back then <laughs> back uh, in those days yeah. no it's a direct game of thrones reference it really set oh yeah i know i couldn't it made me have a flashback to game of thrones right which is another show that you've seen i uh, yes. quit watching after they threw a kid out a window Oh, that's right. Wow, that was yeah, episode I one. Quit. Yeah, I wish I could have quit. this you stuck with. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I, I would have, if I could have walked away, I would have. Great. Wow, again, again, I feel like we are jailing you in um, our time here together. Yeah. What a lovely uh, place to be. Um, so uh, the plot of the movie, um, they're like, oh, you're going to play, the Archies are going to play at the at the high school reunion. And they're like, oh, we don't really get along, nor have we played our instruments in many years. Um, and, uh, one thing I also want to talk about, um, Betty wants to be a writer yeah. yeah, and she meets with Archie and she's like, Hey Archie, let me read a little bit of, <laughs> let me read a little bit of my story. And it's about an Easter egg. Hunt. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. No, I want to point out though. She says earlier in the movie, I'm, I want to be a writer. Or I was, I remember when I left to be a writer and now I'm working this job. And then later he sits down with her and she goes, I'm going to be a writer. And he goes, Oh, I didn't know that about you. And I'm going, are you not even paying attention to what she's saying? Because like she said that twice, bro. And I can't believe I've noticed this in this shitty movie <laughs> and you haven't picked up on it once. That's why I've always shipped Archie and you, Pete. Because yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, I should have said Betty and you. You mean Betty. Yeah. Betty. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, it's I wasn't weird. paying attention. Wow. It's because I've been shipping RTNP for so long, and <laughs> um, I just hope it happens. Um, Archie. Hashtag yeah. Archie. Archie. <laughs> um, in this world, did, was Sugar Sugar a national uh, hit, or was it just like a local song that they played? Because uh, Jughead is at one point playing it on a, playing a record of it. Right. So I, I guess the Archies existed and they became famous or something. That's the only thing that would explain why everybody was so excited for the Archies to play at this reunion. And the fact that like they have a rap version on the radio later on and all of this other stuff. Uh, otherwise, I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it's a little unclear, but um, it's either way, they must've really flamed out um, if they didn't make a living off of that national um, popular song. Um, I don't understand the uh, Jughead Jr.'s prank of just putting Jello on the bed. Like that's not a very nuanced. That's no, not a good prank. Well, um, you, you got, you know, when you try to sleep, you got weird jello on your bed. So that's kind of like a, an annoying thing. Can't go to sleep <laughs> to get rid of the jello. You could do it. You could put anything there. Why would you put jello? Yeah. Because he also does that prank. Slimy. He does that prank later on where, like, what does he do? He throws a tennis ball to Betty to make her bend down so he can see her underwear, which yeah. is also like, even that uh, comparatively is a better prank than the jello prank. And that's a bad oh. prank. Yeah, well, I mean, Alex going to bat for the old tennis ball prank. Yeah, I mean that's that's really (laughs) shit. There, I I don't know what you're talking about. What is Uh, the uh, in the comments? Aaron and John are talking about the incest. I don't remember there being incest in this movie. Do you know what you're talking about? That's Game of Thrones. They're talking about. Oh yes. You should watch it. It gets crazy. no. Well, I Actually, yeah. you saw that in the scene. That yeah, was. we're we're taping a podcast, Pete. I'd appreciate it if you pay attention to that instead of the comments. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Nice. sure. Alex is moderating several streams of comments. Yeah, I got this. Um, we learned that Veronica had um, has had thirteen fiancés and four husbands. Um, she good for somehow her. good for her. Again, back on the old proverbial horse. Um, she uh, runs out, um, as Alex said. Um, and then we get into sort of the legal plot line a little bit here, which is sure. So yeah, Archie crazy. is definitely a lawyer. Yeah, that was uh, very convincing. Archie's a lawyer. He's going to represent Pops to try to get um, Pops to stay open. And uh, we get uh, to jump into the court stuff. Archie's like, I'm going to go figure out a loophole here. And he tries to. So they, they go to the trial. The whole town turns out, even though it's like a Saturday. The judge is like, I'm busy making bird feeders. I can't go to court. But because Archie drove his car and broke up every event in town, yeah. he has to come in to bail Archie out. This judge seems to really like Archie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reggie is uh, representing himself, as is Archie. Um, Archie's representing Pops. And Reggie's like, hey, um, I own this building. And the judge is like, okay, pretty strong case to you retaining ownership of it. And Archie's like, well, um, I may, I'm, he tries to goodwill hunting the situation, absolutely fails, gives a speech. And the judge is like, hey, no, that's not how the law works um, here in America. Right. But he does, at first, he's like, that was a really great speech. And that came from your heart. Let's talk about this tomorrow. Yeah. Which is also not a legal way of, I don't know, anything working whatsoever, but that's fine. It's good. It gives them a little chance to do some other stuff. Yeah. Some other fun stuff. Um, uh, we get a lot of flashbacks over the course of this, which are, I mean, basically I think shot for shot, how the rest of Riverdale is going to play out this season. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, hopefully they bring these actors back to play the kids in high school when we get flashbacks of them, because yeah. it worked real well. Yeah, they're probably just aging into teen at this point in their lives, <laughs> 30 years later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the flashbacks across the board, like, I think it was their way of saying, hey, remember these comics? This is a more grown-up version, but it's not. It's funny that, again, Riverdale has achieved that by having the teen actors, even though they're in their 20s, do this as teens, because that's actually how teens act. Like, it wasn't like in the 90s, teens were never like that, or they were peachy clean, like in the Archie comics. It's, uh, they were doing stuff, too, and solving murders and whatever. It's all good. Yeah. But there's, a, I don't know, I mean, they also skirt that line, because there's all these conversations, like, did Archie and Betty have sex? 
and they're they like can't figure it out or they like stumble yeah, they over the whole movie um super weird um we get a a chilling um, reminder of our current life when um archie shows up to veronica's place and says to veronica is donald trump home yeah which i was like yeah. Ooh, oh, gosh can nothing prescient prescient yeah. cut that out like home alone too come on we don't need to see that yeah barf um uh let's see um veron there's all the scenes between um betty and archie veronica and archie Veron- uh, archie takes veronica to their pond we get a flashback um where mr lodge is directing his maid personally on how to clean his house um, everyone's leaving town. Archie feels left behind. They all, there's all this sort of pathos they never really touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the crazy part to me is like, oh, Archie, you forgot that you had two people who were madly in love with you. And then you've just been in a coma for 15 years. And then you came back and you go, oh, that's right. Betty and Veronica. I, I was getting married over here. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, what? Yeah. You're finally well, he, piecing this together that you like these women. I think the idea is um, that Archie felt left behind by both Betty and Veronica. Like th- this is because I think that's what I piece together as the underlying story here. And it doesn't really ever come clear, um, but it's like Archie could never choose between Betty and Veronica. And because of that, they both move on and leave him behind in town. So he's lost. So he pursues this life where he's married to a mean lawyer um, and uh, only when he sees them again does it re- bring him back to his small town roots and all of them um, by the end. I don't know if she's a mean lawyer. She just got dragged to a fucking high school reunion and then put through the ringer as far as drama is concerned. And then, I think like, she's a mean lawyer. There's nothing actually totally crazy happening there at any point in this movie. The fact that she's like, this is ridiculous. We need to leave. What's going on here? I don't have any time for your high school reunion is bonkers. Like that is a insane over the top reaction that she has to absolutely everything that's happening. Yeah. What are you talking about? She gets dragged on all this bullshit adventure and this high school drama. And then like Archie is rushing her out of rooms because there's two women in the room. That, and it's just like, it's obvious that he's not being honest with what's going on. And then she finally calls bullshit and she's me relationships are based on compromise and sometimes oh, in wow. every Here relationship we Here we go. particularly Paging when they, yeah particularly when you're about to get married sometimes you go to visit your fiance and he has one woman in the shower and one woman in Veronica's closet which was a very funny joke on a current sitcom uh and uh, then he ushers you out the door and throws you in a car and they get you in a fight by a pond that, that's how relationships work Pete yes oh, okay all right did you guys notice how there was a very odd statue in Archie's hotel room? It was like a a a, a woman in. It was very odd. It was like a horror. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Maybe I just imagined it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Jughead and Archie they go to the uh, find a bunch of old junk and they have all these like sentimental lines. Like we had great stuff. The best yeah. stuff. But the stuff is like a jockstrap <laughs> that yeah. they find. What is going on? What was that? Know. Old timey football helmet, the jukebox. I thought they were trying to find things that would like make it a historical landmark that he could kind of, like claim it as. I thought that's what they were going for because otherwise, like, what are they doing talking about old shit like that? Again, it seems like you paid much more attention to this than we did, Pete. It's interesting that you keep slamming it. Yeah, yeah you love it. It's an awful um, movie. And speaking of loving number it, two, let's, uh, number two with a bullet right after Cutting Edge, great movie. topic topic um let's get into the centerpiece of the movie the centerpiece performance of the movie um where in which jughead in a uh sort of last ditch attempt to connect with his son he raps over his signature track sugar sugar oh man and not only does he does he rap no, we shouldn't. No, we he, shouldn't. He does some real uh, like popping and locking shit, and he is basically a rubber, a man of rubber. Yeah, Jughead's dance moves kind of, I couldn't stop watching because I was like, the way he's moving is so interestingly odd that it's, it's a very interesting like, I, we, I was like, this is awful or kind of amazing. I don't know. 
in another before, world, he would be our Jim Carrey. <laughs> wow. Before we get into it too much, I know we've just talked about it. Tell you what, uh, you're only, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you're only going to hear this. But if you are watching the streams, let's watch this clip. Let's no, take a look we can, at it. We get the rights? Look at yeah, it. Look at that. Yeah, we, we got the rights to it. Here we go. You're shy with girls, just like your father. And not our girl. And not our. Listen, I've got a plan. Oh, no. Come here. Come here. Oh my god, I love that so much. Honestly, uh, could that, we just let's just play it through one more time just to make sure we get a real no. handle on it? Oh yeah, that's a really good idea. I no, did actually no, write no, down no, the lyrics no. and I was like and I started doing it being like, Hey, it'd be fun if we all do our own take on the jughead rap at some point during the podcast. And then when I was halfway through writing the lyrics, I was like, These are fucking stupid. Yeah, this is this is just no. dumb. Don't, don't. Jughead do Junior goes from being hate hating it and being so embarrassed from his fa- about his father to loving it and also contributing to it in a second. Yeah, he turns it right around. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's whole almost thing. Like there was no reason to actually do it. <laughs> it's the nineties. Like it's this to me is a perfect time capsule of nineties stuff where it's like, we got to have a rap break. We absolutely have to have a rap break. That's yeah. just gotta go on. Who's going to do it. Jughead Jones. That's the guy who's going to do it. Sense. He's the yeah. one who really has the most connection to the hip hop community. That's um, it, one of, it's, oh, I can't even, I don't even, I, I'm just, it's awful. This movie what, what does not you, hold so up Pete, in any way, shape, or form. Pete, could you give us a rose and a thorn about the Jughead rap? <laughs> and by that, I mean something you liked and something that you didn't like. No, no, I can't give you something that I liked. Okay, give it a try. See, yeah, just put together something. 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 Because, you know, everyone's making an effort. It was a lovely day when they did it. The boombox was pretty cool. Yeah, the boombox was cool. But you can't that, take those. You have to come up with your own. The little girl seemed to be super into it. She was like, yeah. Yeah. She so, went on. Aaron pointed out the way that Jughead talked to those little girls was, it's gross. It's gross. I, he wasn't hitting on the little girl. He wasn't. He was doing it for his son, for Jughead Jr., to get him out of the jello mines. Don't make excuses. And into having a solid relationship with somebody in the town of Riverdale. Yeah. He went, Jughead Jr. went on to marry that young girl and they went on to both become hip hop legends in this town and in the universe. Yeah. Perhaps you've heard of run DMC Pete. Don't you dare associate something that is that legendary to that piece of shit. Fuck you. Um, so great. Thanks for your, your help there, Pete. Um, I'm going to play that as often as I can in your presence from here on out. Yeah, do you want me to okay, just play yeah. the audio? See, of the see clip how that again? goes for you and then me punching you in the face. Yeah. You can't you can't punch through the internet, Pete. Ah, oh, honey honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me. <laughs> All right, I think that's probably enough of that. That's good. 
Pete, did you leave? What just happened? <laughs> just the beatboxing alone. Oh, he took out his headphones. Yeah, no, it's awful. The whole thing is awful. There's, uh, wait, what were the, what were the lyric that really got me? Then uh, when the I kissed you, girl, really got me. when you kissed you, girl, never knew how sweet a kiss could be. Then you laid your ever loving stuff on me. Ever loving stuff is very romantic. Uh, it's not not good. It's just not good. Um. So we're getting into more, um, uh, more of the plot. Um, we're we're coming up on the end. We get to see a, a fan favorite, Pete favorite, Dark Betty shows up to Archie's hotel room. Archie mm-hmm. was kicked out of his house by the people who were buying it from him, and they actively broke into his home and started moving his furniture out. So he had to go to a hotel room, sure. which makes total sense in how the real world works. Sure, Betty Betty finds him there. She's in like like different clothes clothes she didn't make at home um and betty wants to be wild archie has moved the jukebox he found in the garbage into his hotel room makes sense um, yeah. he betty's like i want to take a shower um and so they she does and he gets a knock on the door veronica that is there ironically her fantasy is also to take a shower <laughs> it's crazy For these women they just have a, they love him yeah, and it's not just any shower either. He, when Betty opens the door and she's wearing a skimpy negligee, there is so much steam coming out of that shower room. Yeah. Like she has it on three hundred degrees in there. It's gonna be a hot her, shower. Yeah, hot her scene. fantasy is to like get fucking scalded. Yeah. Well, the fun part about this scene also is like Betty shows up in a dress. She puts on more clothes and is wearing some other outfit. Yeah. And then in a second later, she's wearing just a towel when. Um, Archie's fiance shows up, scares him. Um, he bails, leaving Betty and Veronica trapped in his room together. Um, and they come out and are like, we need to talk. Yeah. They need to sort and, this out. Yeah. And they don't quite like, they don't quite sort it out until we actually get to the reunion. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's stuff between that. Um, Oh, just a, was, I don't know if we have time to get into the reunion. You know what I mean? Let's just, yeah, oh, we should just wrap it up here. Uh, can we talk about, so I kind of missed this, but the girl, there was that bit where there's the girl that Jughead does not want to see the entire movie. Is that Ethel? Was that? Yeah. Yes. Big Ethel. Yeah. yeah it's Big Ethel. And he's like, I don't want to see Big Ethel. And it turns out Big Ethel is hot. Yes. Yeah, what a awful thing. Of, like about. she can't be a person unless she's good looking and a model and it's just awful it's very uh stupid the obvious thing that they had um set up but it's also weird because they don't allude to the idea that jughead is going to be with her or like right it's just they have a scene where she goes there and she's like hot like in the jacuzzi and then we never talk about her ever again she's at the dance but they don't ever in the comics, Ethel was always after Jughead, right? So I think mm-hmm. I feel like you're just supposed to know that from the comics, but they don't establish it anywhere in the movie at all. Yes. Um, I mean, they, they do say like uh, uh, earlier that she's not good looking and that Jughead doesn't like her or whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, Jughead Jr. seems pretty excited about her too, and they both chase after her. Do you think Jughead and Jughead Jr. are going to fight for Big Ethel's affections? Yes, she's the Archie now, oh, you, and question. you can always tell. You can always tell when Jughead Junior is into something because he says his catchphrase "Waka Waka." Yeah, oh, Jesus. classic, <laughs> classic Jughead Junior catchphrase. Yep. Um, uh, Betty and Veronica, we're both in love with you, and you have to choose. Yeah, this is at the they're at the big dance. Um, Robert and Pam. Robert is um, Betty's boyfriend. Betty breaks up with him. Archie's done with Pam. They instantly connect, and we later find out that they went home that night and hooked up. <laughs> yeah. Oddly, even though they're both pretty they were engaged. standing next to each other and partying, and like high school reunions blow. And she was like, "Yeah, they do." Yeah, that's enough to build a relationship out of yeah. in a small town. Yeah, uh, we do Archie's- have a quick. I'll just mention we have a quick question for the comments here on Crowdcast. Sarah C. Schaefer says, "Didn't Jughead marry her in a comic? Um, he might have. Maybe, maybe the not uh, wasn't after, was it Life with Archie, the one where they zoom through to the future, yes. where we got to see Archie marry Betty and Archie marry Veronica. I think that's where it happened. In. Yes, I think that's correct. I think in yeah. one of those, I would I'm going to just guess the Betty one. I think Arch, uh, Jughead marries Ethel. Yeah." There you go. Sorry, take it uh, away, Justin. Uh, 
the Archies take the stage and play some real Jimmy Buffett style bullshit um, for everyone to dance to. But the performance is interrupted by a series of nonsensical things. Um, I'm so glad it was interrupted, by the way. Um, what a surprise. Uh, Pop Tate won't move. Bulldozers are legit going to roll over. Oh, man. Um, everyone locks arms. Um, Betty breaks up with her boyfriend. Pam confronts Archie. They're all dispensed with. They go have sex. Right. That's Betty, bad uh, timing, though. Pam walking up and being like, hey, I know you're in the middle of a protest, but we got to talk about our shit right now. That's rude of her. I know I keep going back and forth oh on Pam, God. but what is your, I think ultimately... What is what is my deal? No. I just can't stay consistent on Pab. That's what my deal is. Right yeah. All right. Okay. Take I, a, I think... Pick a side, Alex. Pick a Pam side. I don't know. Very hot and cold about her. Yeah. Um, See, so, I just... Just like Archie. Oh, go, oh, go ahead, Pete. No, I uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say because uh, I got lost in the whole Pam of it all there. So uh, lost in the Pam. God, what if yeah. you're such a fan that you get lost in the oeuvre of um, this movie to Riverdale and back again? Yeah, um, they're all there wrestling. Veronica oh. confronts Hiram. Yes. Oh, Pete remembered. I, yeah, I remembered. Uh, uh, I did really like Betty's speech where she was just like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not. You can't order me around. Like your shit is fucking whack." I deserve better. And I was like, all right, Betty. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're having this big confrontation. The chauffeur is there. He's given Archie a bomb. A bo- uh, it was a nice little present at first. It was a so, tiny hey, bomb. For, yeah. Hey, this is from Veronica. Um, and Mr. Lodge is like, I did. I said, eliminate him, not kill him. And the chauffeur's like, Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to blow him up. And then Veronica is like, don't do this. And he's like, all right, I won't do this. And the sheriff is like, no, I'm going to fucking blow up Archie. <laughs> I don't care. That's a good show. like, I kind of want to do it now. I don't like this guy. Yeah. He's like, if you've been watching this movie, it's awful. Yeah. Is the chauffeur somebody? I felt like we were supposed to know who the chauffeur was, but it I mean, wasn't it sh- Smithers. It should because- have been Smithers. It should right. have been Smithers the whole time. 100%. But Smithers was with Veronica. In Paris. Was with Veronica? Yeah, dating yeah. married to Veronica. Wow, he was the final thing, fiancé. Yeah. It's the kind of stuff that happens in France. Real May-December romance. Um, Look at Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to take a second and stop and, and look at him, right? Yeah, just yeah. look at him? Yeah, just, just look at him. Just uh, look at him. Do you want me to get a picture of him? I can bring that up in the show. My father, the that. hero. Yeah. My Father the Hero, famous movie. Um, so uh, Mr. Lodge is wrestling with um, the chauffeur who has a, a remote uh, control on the bomb. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Arch, everyone's, everyone's Archie's running. Archie's just holding it, being like, it's a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Archie well. throws it into Reggie's gym slash car dealership. And Reggie's like, that's not a bomb. And it is. It blows up, killing, wrecking his yuppie gym, killing no one. Um, and that's basically the climax of the movie. We get a lot of like Pam's leaving with Robert, um, Jughead and Jughead Jr. are getting in the bus that just says city on it. Yeah, um, that was hysterical. Just uh, city, any city. <laughs> get me the fuck get me out, of here. out of here. Leaving Archie alone with his diner. But then yes. Betty and Veronica walk in with the same message of choose one of us. Choose. <laughs> What? And he doesn't. He doesn't choose, ultimately. No, he Instead, doesn't. Jughead inexplicably comes in through the back way and pops, I think. Like, he left on the bus. They got off the bus, ran back in, I have to assume, two minutes, came in the back way and pops that are already there, which is yep. bonkers. Yes. Um, and we get um, Betty got a publisher. She's staying in town to write romance novels and maybe yeah. teach. Veronica is, for some reason, choosing Riverdale over Paris. Um, the moment where they're like, so what's up with your fiance? And Archie's like, oh, we broke up. And there's this little moment where they have a little like arm, which was, was very ridiculous. They fight over which chair to have next to Archie. They're being like 12 year olds. Pop wants a pick. Reggie wanders in just to be in the picture. I was screaming. No, I was like, no, Reggie, you don't get in, get to be in the pick. Hey, his place got blown up. Yeah, he's he, clearly the villain. He's the reason the whole thing happened. So, no, you don't get in the pick. But everything worked out fine. 
You can't try to close Pops and then get in the picture that Pops is taking. Well, Pop wanted him in there because he thinks that kids are nice, even though they take advantage of him. Both women breathlessly looking at Archie as they take the picture. End of movie, and we get an ad for a brand new episode of The Hogan Family on the YouTube channel. (laughs) Did you watch that afterwards? I did what the movie told me to do. So, yeah, I watched that. Great. Featuring Jason Bateman. Wow. Uh, So there we go. Archie to Riverdale and back again. Now, as we end every episode of Riverdale After Dark, who is the MVP of this episode of this TV show? Who who is the best character? Pete, I'll go to you first. What? Moose. Moose. Anything further you want to say? Oh, just uh, Moose. Do some antlers over there. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, he saved the day with his doctorate and, uh, you know, his healing hands really, uh, it was beautiful. Oh, that's great. Justin, what about you? MVP for the episode? I mean, I got to go Betty all day, air day. Yeah, (laughs) there we go. She comes out strong. I think she, uh, she, the the relationship between Archie and Betty, I believed more than anyone, anything else in this. And so, uh, so we were, yeah. Um, so I, I thought she did a good job, uh, throughout. She was one of the more grounded characters. Yes. And I just hope whoever plays her goes on to do like dumb and even dumber things in her. Uh, I'm going to have to give MVP to Cheryl for staying the fuck out of this thing. She definitely would. You mean like the platonic ideal of Cheryl or do you mean actually, uh, Cheryl who wasn't around? Yeah, she wasn't around at all. I'm saying like Cheryl won this by not being involved in any way. So not being born yet. Madeline Um, Page probably wasn't not Madeline Page, the actress, but Cheryl Blossom, the character was just not there. So she got away scot-free. And I have to imagine when they eventually do a sequel to Archie to Riverdale and back again, she'll be the star and it'll be much better. Mm, Don't make us watch it. Yeah, I definitely will. Pete, you're going to have to watch it every day for the rest of your life. Folks, thank you so much for listening to Riverdale After Dark. Uh, Now we are finally going to be back with a regular episode of the show uh, next Wednesday. Not the upcoming Wednesday, but the Wednesday after that for the Hedwig musical episodes. That's very exciting. Um, We're excited to see that and check that out and start talking about our favorite show on the television then. In the meantime, if you want to Check us out socially at Riverdale Dark on Twitter, at Riverdale After on Instagram, at Riverdale After Dark on Facebook, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show. Patreon.com slash Comic Book Club to support the show. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. And remember, we'll see you after dark. Pete, listen to it. Listen to it, Pete. Listen to the theme, Pete. Come on, Pete. The song's going to follow you, Pete. The song's listening to you. The song's going to see you in your nightmare. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Pete. Pete. You're my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.